You got to have them to create that burning desire, but it's never about the goals. It's about who you become on your path to the goals, right? Happiness comes from progress and growth. Tim is one of the most authentic and genuine people I've ever met. I sincerely believe he's coming from a position of giving and that means a lot. You're going to make huge progress. Welcome to today's Capital Raising Show. I'm your host, Tim Mai, and today I have an amazing guest, a good friend of mine that I've gotten to know for a long time. And um, yeah, he's an extraordinary human being. I have his his uh, his bio here in front of me. But oh, please, I'm, God, don't read that. <laughs> I know, Lord. I know. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna introduce him. You know, from 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 who I know of him. I mean, amazing business owner, uh, one of the best, and amazing philanthropist. I've uh, he has founded the Tiny Hands Foundation. Benefited benefited more than a hundred and ten thousand children in need. Amazing. And uh, what's not on his bio that, Rod, you need to add this on your, your your bio. He's a super husband. I've never seen a husband that is more expressive in, in praising his wife and like always, you know, talk about uh, how great she is and how blessed he is to, to have her. And uh, like, I get so inspired, you know, and it makes me want to be a better husband watching you. Um, and so you need to add Thank that you. to your bio. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, well, uh, I mean, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that she's so freaking gorgeous, but yeah. She is. She right. Is. Uh, and I'm a visual guy, so there is that. But uh, no, she's more, <laughs> she's more beautiful on the inside than the outside. So Rod's a lucky boy. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, I mean, Rod has accomplished so much on over 2,000 properties. Um, and you know, he Rod talks a lot about mindset. You know, I know this call we're about capital raising. And a lot of times when when we interview others on this call, we we talk a lot about strategies and tactics. Uh, but um, we're gonna talk a lot about mindset today because Rod not only you know uses mindset to succeed, but he he uses mindset to recover from a massive fifty million dollar loss in the two thousand eight market crash. Uh, and you know, have have yeah, have bounced back and so much more since then. And so with that, let's uh, let's give Rod a big welcome, y'all. Welcome, Rod. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you. So so um, sh am I? I mean, I'm I'm go, ready go, to go. present. <laughs> I'm ready to present. I didn't know if we were going to do this like an interview or not. But why don't I start by telling a little bit of my story? Yeah. Um, you, you talked about it briefly. So I, I'm an immigrant, guys. I was born in the Netherlands, Holland, wooden shoes, windmills. Um, immigrated when I was six years old with my brother Albert, my mother's Vancha, um, ended up in Denver, Colorado, where I lived for 30 years. And we didn't have much when we got there. In fact, we really struggled. Uh, we, uh, I remember eating expired food, and we actually shopped at an expired food store. They had them back then, uh, and drank powdered milk with our cereal in the morning because it was cheaper than real milk. And trust me, it sounds better than it is. And you know, I wore clothes from the Goodwill and the Salvation Army literally all the way through junior high school until I finally got disgusted and lied about my age at Burger King uh, when I was 14 because I was tall so I could get a job flipping burgers and buy my own clothes and ultimately buy a car. Um, and, and and again, some of you on the call may have had it harder than I did. Many people have uh, and maybe have it hard now. There's a lot of economic uncertainty right now. I call that uh, slash opportunity. Uh, let me put that slash in there, uncertainty slash opportunity. But um you know, I knew I wanted more back then. And luckily, my mom had an incredible work ethic. So she babysat kids so we'd have enough money to eat. We always had a house full of kids, um, way more than we were probably supposed to. I don't even know if she was licensed to do it, but she but she was a great, a great babysitter and and loved on these kids. And they they still they followed up with her until she died. Um, but uh 
she was an entrepreneur with her babysitting money. She invested in the stock market. She invested in IPOs um, successfully wow. without any formal education. And she also invested in real estate. And her first real estate acquisition was the house right across the street from us. When I was about 14, she paid about 30 grand. Um, when I was 17, she told me she'd made $20,000 in her sleep that had gone up to 50,000. And I was like, what? You made 20 grand. This is when 20 grand was a lot of money. Let me just preface that. Right. That house sold for 360 about 10 years ago, just to wow. give you an idea. But anyway, um, so, um, you know, and I said, you made 20 grand. You didn't do anything. Screw college. I'm getting into real estate. So I got into real estate. I got my broker's license, which you could do back then with education. You didn't, I, I could have my own office. I was smart enough not to do that, but I was still living at home. And my first year in real estate, I made maybe eight, $10,000. My second year, maybe 10 to 12,000. But my third year, I made over a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm going to tell you back in 1980, that was some serious change. So what happened between year two and year three, that caused me to 10 X my income? Well, what happened was I the guy I worked for, the broker I worked for, I was dating his daughter, and he taught me about mindset and psychology. Now, really, 80 to 90% of your success in anything is just that. It's the mindset and the psychology. I know many of you think it's the technical knowledge, and it's not. Okay, I, I can tell you, you, you have to take action with what you learn. You have to push through fear. You have to push through limiting beliefs and so on and so forth. And and so he started that that journey for me. And then I ended up spending 20 years following Tony Robbins around the planet, who's the best in the world at it. And you know, fast forward to today, like uh, Tim said, I've owned 2,000 houses. Uh, I own thousands of apartment units today. Um, and in 2006, my net worth went up $17 million while I slept. And you might say, wow, because I said, wow. And I thought I was a freaking real estate god. I thought I, I could barely fit my head through a door. I thought I could do no wrong. And you know when that happens, God of the universe, whatever you believe, will give you a nice little smack. Well, that was 2008. Like Tim said, I lost $50 million in 2008. And so, you know, if you listen to my podcast or you come to one of my boot camps, you'll you'll realize I spend a lot of time on mindset um, because, you know, I talk about the mindset it took to have 50 million to lose in the first place. But then maybe as importantly or more importantly, the mindset it took to recover from losing that to the success that I'm blessed to have today. So I'd love to drill down on that with you if you guys yeah. will humor me for a little bit. Talk about some success strategies as what I was I thinking. It. And so, you know, if you happen to come to one of my boot camps, and by the way, I'll give you guys a great deal if you want to come. I've got a virtual one coming up uh, in January. But you'll find out that the first hour, hour and a half is goal setting goal setting on steroids, because how the hell do you get anything if you don't know what it is, right? You've got to know what it is you want with clarity, and then you've got to know why you want it. Here's why, because you've got to create that burning desire. Napoleon Hill talks about it in his book, Think and Grow Rich. You've got to create that burning desire so that you push through that fear. You actually take action. You know, you make it happen, or you push through limiting beliefs that you may have, and we all have them. You know, when I, when I immigrated, uh, to this country. I didn't speak English. And I got thrown into school and I found out what bullies were for the first time. And I got my butt kicked occasionally. And then my mom, proud Dutch woman that she is, thought it'd be a great idea to send me to school in, you know, wooden shoes and those leather shorts the Germans wear for Oktoberfest. So I got my ass kicked again. And then, you know, the bullies would chase me home from school. There, Some of them lived on my street and my mom would chase them off with the flies to water thinking she was helping me. Next day, butt kicked. And so, you know, I came up with this belief system that I wasn't good enough. In fact, I used to ask myself, how can I show them I'm good enough? 
And a lot of people have these limiting beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not analytical enough. Uh, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. And, and guys, the thing I want you to remember is there's a reason the acronym for belief systems is BS, because 99.9% .9 of them are BS, but we believe they're real. And again, you have to have that burning desire through goal setting um, and, and planning and all that to, to, to push through that crap, okay? And so that's why that, that, that burning desire is so important. And so, you know, uh, even if you, um, by the way, you'll see my QR code in the corner there. Um, if you click on that QR code, at, that's my link tree. And at the bottom of that is my, um, is my goal setting workshop. I do it every year on New Year's Day and it's professionally done. I don't, I'm not gonna try to sell you anything. If, if you haven't done your goals in six months or longer, get over there even if you're not coming to my boot camp get over there and do your goals because now's the perfect time we're at the end of the year and and there's a guide you can download it's professionally done with music it's really good i'm proud of that and and even you know have your kids do it have your spouse do it do it separately but then see how aligned you are are you moving the same direction do you want the same things in life you know very very powerful um and so that's on my link tree at the bottom okay and um You've got it. You've got to do the goals to get started. But then the next step is you got to make a decision. Okay. And I know that sounds really like simplistic, but um, it, it, when I say decision, I mean it's freaking done. Okay. It's not dipping your toe in the water. No, I'm going to try multifamily or I'm going to try this. No, it is like I'm doing it. Okay. And it, it's it's not one foot in, one foot out. It is freaking done. And when you do that, you're committed. And when you're committed, you're like a train on a track. Now, if you're just interested in dipping your toe into water, you're gonna get knocked off track, okay? But when you're committed, it's no longer a dream, it's an outcome, okay? And you know, motivation will get you started, but it's that commitment that'll bring you home. So very, very important. And with that 100% commitment, you'll have clarity. You'll have 100% ownership. You'll uh, you'll be responsible for everything that happens to you, and 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 so that's that's. But it starts with that decision. And by the way, the Latin root for the word decision means to cut off. If you're going to attack the island, you're burning your ships because you're taking their damn ships home. Okay, that's a freaking decision. It's done. There's no turning back. That's what I mean by that. All right, then you've got to take the first step. And you know, you analytical ones on the call, you know who you are and you know how you have to check off every single freaking box before you take a step, okay? You can't do that. Guys, when, let me let me just preface what I, before I keep going. We are possibly in the greatest opportunity we will see in our lifetimes right now, okay? I know a lot of people think that this thing's gonna bounce back quickly. I don't, I'm a, I'm a real bear. And, and I, I really believe it's gonna be uglier than people think. And you may not know, there are 20 million families right now behind in their utility bills. Jamie Dimon says, it's gonna, the head of Bank of America says it's gonna be much worse than people think. Elon mm -hmm. Musk says it's gonna be much worse than people think. You know, um, of course, Trump has said the same thing, love him or hate him. Uh, of course, Kiyosaki has been talking about it forever. Eventually, you know, with him, he'll get it right. But but he thinks it's gonna be really bad. But I, I, I do believe we are headed for some significant pain in this country, but, with crisis comes opportunity and there will be everything's going on sale guys real estate's already dropped and it and you know there i i was reading a headline yesterday on a facebook live that i did that uh you know the the single family home prices dropping 20 percent. i think it's going to be more than that um and uh, uh who was it the uh, fed in wyoming said the recession is going to be severe that was his that's quote that's a quote this is yesterday's headlines so again i don't want to scare you i want you to get excited because I'm gonna tell you, if I hadn't been hiding under a rock in 2008, nine, I'd be on the back of a 300 foot yacht right now because the greatest money is made 
in the environment that's coming okay and even if it's just even if it's not as bad as I think, there's still going to be incredible opportunity, at least in, in, in pretty much all real estate sectors. I focus on multifamily. Um, by the way, if you don't listen to my podcast, I'm blessed to say it's the largest in the world for commercial real estate. Um, we're about to hit 15 million downloads. And it's also on that link tree. Check it out. I think you'll like it. And I do, you know... Um, I'll talk about that more in a minute. All right. So, but then you've got to take that first step, guys. And sometimes that first step can be the hardest step of your life. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King said, you take that first step in faith and, and the next step will be revealed. And Lao Tzu, thousands of years ago, said that journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, but you've got to take it. And here's the thing. If you are that analytical person, just remember this analogy. You can drive across the United States at night with your car only seeing 50 feet in front of you. Yes, you may hit some obstacles, but you but you know you can make it. It's the same way with your goals, any of your goals. But you've got to take that first step. Guys, this life is not a dress rehearsal, okay? Do not have any regrets. Don't be wishing that you take an action. And I don't care if it's multifamily. Maybe you go buy businesses in what's coming. Maybe you do single family. Maybe you do some other real estate asset class. But for God's sakes, get up to speed as fast as you can because because if we're in the thick of it, it's going to be too late. So like you're in the right place here with Tim's group, you know, but 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 educate yourself as quickly as you can. So build those relationships as quickly as you can so that you can you can um, capitalize on what's coming. Um, so so, you know, conserve cash right now. I you know, I love spoiling my wife, but I told her we're not spending any big money. Let me just turn my email off here. We're not spending any big money right now. Much as I love that's my greatest. That's my love language gifts. And she never expects them. But but I told her, baby, we're going to keep it low because we want to conserve cash right now. But listen, no regrets, guys. You know, there was this nurse in Australia, um, a hospice nurse. Uh, her name was Bronnie Ware. And so she took care of patients when they were about to die. And she asked him a question. And the question was, do you have any regrets? And she wrote a book about it. It's called The Five Regrets of Dying. You know what the number one regret was? Not living the life I could have lived, living someone else's life. Guys, I can't think of anything worse than that, okay? And so, you know, so you got to take that first step. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, action mitigates fear. So just take massive freaking action. Yeah, you'll make some mistakes and you'll get your nose bloodied and that's okay. We learn from that. I call, when I, I don't call them failures, I call them seminars. That was a $50 million seminar. It was a big freaking seminar, but that's what it is. It's only a failure if you don't get back up or you don't get the lesson, right? All right, next thing I want to talk about is focus. The most successful people on the planet have the highest degree of focus, okay? And whenever you have incredible focus, you have incredible success. But here's the thing. If you're on this call right now, you're a leader. And I'm going to tell you right now, the world needs leaders more than ever. We won't get started on the crap that's going on politically and all the crap on the news. But as a leader, you've got to manage your focus and you need to stand guard at the door to your mind and keep the crap out. Okay. Keep, bring in the good stuff because whatever you focus on gets larger, both positive or negative. Okay. You know, I'll get people call me and say, how do I get out of student loan debt? I'm right. Wrong question. How do you make so much money that debt's irrelevant, right? They asked Mother Teresa if she was anti-war. She said, no, I'm pro-peace. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so it's super critical that you manage your focus. I remember, you know, I built 27 businesses. I, I was shocked when I counted them up. Uh, you know, several worth tens of millions of dollars. Most spectacular flaming seminars, but we fail our way to success, right? You know, I got to meet the... Uh, 
the uh, billionaire owner of Spanx, um, the Sarah Blakely, beautiful, you know, the women's stuff holds all the stuff together uh, for the guys that may not know. Um, uh, she started with $5,000 and she was in Forbes. Uh, you know, she's, she's a billionaire. And um, she told me, I met her at her mastermind. And she told me that her dad used to ask her on a weekly basis, what have you failed at? And I thought, what a freaking awesome question to ask your kids so they don't fear failure, right? Um, anyway, you know, back when I back when I was in Denver, um, I had frozen yogurt shops. I had vending carts selling ice cream carts, uh, ice cream cones on the 16th Street Mall in downtown Denver. I had carpet cleaning business. I was buying houses and everything suffered because my focus was diluted, okay? And this, this, by the way, this ties into decision making as well, managing how many decisions you make. I try to minimize my decisions, which is why you'll always, almost always see me in one of these bone ugly black V-neck t-shirts unless my wife puts her foot down and says, no, you're wearing a real shirt tonight. But otherwise, I'm in one of these things and because I minimize my decisions. And here's the problem. You know, I don't know about you guys, but very often I'll be watching Netflix and I'll be on my phone scrolling freaking social media. And that's what I do and it's a boring part. Well, here's the problem with that. Your brain is making those little micro decisions every split second, which kills your focus, your ability to focus, okay? You know, I get excited about my 15 million downloads on my podcast, but I, I listen to two podcasts. One of them is Tim Ferriss. And the reason I bring that up is I think he gets about a 15 million a week, okay? But one of them is Tim Ferriss and the other one is Joe Rogan. So I get both sides of the aisle and I try to balance myself politically. But um, Tim Ferriss interviews the best of the best in the world at their particular walks of life. Ray Dalio, the billionaire, you know, uh, CEOs like Mark Zuckerberg and big CEOs, the biggest companies in the world, uh, athletes like Michael Phelps, NBA players, NFL players, actors like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ed Norton, Jamie Foxx, Hugh Jackman. I mean, just the best of the best in, in what they do. And I started to hear a pattern. They almost all meditate. What does meditation enhance? Focus, right? So focus is super, super important, guys. I just want to stress that. The next thing I want to mention is positive expectation. Um, in fact, I'm going to do an own your power clip on positive expectation next week. But I do these clips on my podcast. They're five minutes. By the way, as it relates to focus and, and, and standing guard your mind, keeping out the crap that's on the news, listen to my podcast. Even if you're not into multifamily, um, every week I do a clip called own your power. It's five minutes. It's motivational. I play it. There's music with it. You give me five minutes a week. I'll juice you. Okay. And there's of them there, but I'm doing one on, on this particular topic, which is positive expectation. You know, as human beings, we connect through pain. You know, if, if, if you came up to me and said, how you doing? And I said, uh, oh my God, I'm freaking fantastic. Life is amazing. You know, most people, you guys probably wouldn't because you're more evolved, but most people take a step back and say, okay, he's off his freaking meds. <laughs> but, but, uh, but if, if you came up to me and said, how you doing? I said, oh, dude, my back. Oh, shit. I lost 10 grand in the market. Hurt my back. You put your arm around me and say, I feel you, brother. We see, we connect that way. Be cognizant of that, guys. Be very, very cognizant. But as it relates to positive expectations, expect to win. You know, because if you expect to win or you expect to lose, you're right, okay? You're going to get what you expect. When you expect amazing things, amazing things happen. When you decide what you want and you declare it to God or the universe, God or the universe will conspire to make it happen, okay? And so have positive expectation. And, and remember this as well. 
you choose the meaning on what happens to you. When I lost $50 million, it could have very easily became my story. I use it to teach, but it's not my identity. It's not my story, okay? You choose the meaning you place on something. And the meaning I put on that is I would have never met my extraordinarily beautiful wife if it hadn't happened. And so that's my meaning, okay? And also remember this, anything you put and so so anything negative that's happened to you you can rewrite the meaning you place on it okay i know it sounds like a just a mental you know mental thing there and that's all it is truly okay and and again this is stuff i learned from tony but you you can choose to to i mean he takes people that are suicidal and has them reconstruct the meaning they placed on what's going on in their lives and so you could easily do it with something that's happened to you as well so just remember that also remember that anything you put the words I am in front of is an identity statement. And there's no greater force in the human psyche than the need to remain consistent with how we identify ourselves. So let me give you an example of this, okay? There's some signs on my wall. You can see I am success. I am the best in the world at what I do. I'm a business genius. Now that's not braggadocious. That's what I'm aspiring to, to um, embody, right? And so, you know, I have these in my exercise room. Um, I have them. Uh, I have them uh, here in my office, and 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 you know, and I shout this stuff at the top of my lungs when I'm exercising. I used to do it running down the street. In fact, that's the question my kids come help me with AV at my live events, and that's the question they get most often. Does he really do that shit? I'm like, oh yeah, we grew up with that. But now I've got my own exercise room, so nobody has to hear me anymore. But anyway. So again, you choose the meaning you place on stuff, and and if you've got some area of your life that you're trying to improve, do an I am statement, have it printed, throw it on your wall. I am courage, you know. I am health and energy, you know. I am success. I'm a business genius because again, people will die over their identity, and I anything you put the words I am in front of is an identity statement. Now, if you come to my boot camp, we will do one of these really powerful identity statements. Uh, it can be life changing, frankly. It's my uh, that, favorite that, that, exercise, by the way. That, thank that, you. That yeah. identity statement, I love it. And I went home. Yeah, after attending your event, I went home and did it with my team here. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I think I had your boy read his, didn't I? Yes, the, you at, did. At the you event. Did. Yeah, I had your boy get up and read it in front of hundreds of people. Yeah, love it, love it. So, anyway, um, the, the next thing I want to talk about as it relates, especially as it relates to multifamily, because multifamily is a team sport, is that you play to your strengths, okay? Your strengths are your greatest assets. Don't focus on building up your weaknesses. Yeah, you have to, you know, have some understanding. If you're like me and you 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 can't even spell the word math, you have to have some understanding of a P and L, you know. But 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 focus on your strengths. Okay, it's, you are going to hit success much much faster if you work in your strengths and you hire a line or partner for your weaknesses, okay? I will tell you some of the best partnerships I see in this business are an analytical person with an outgoing person, okay? And um, and so, you know, in this multifamily space, there's a lot of hats you can wear. You can be the person that finds the deals. You can be the person that develops relationships with the brokers. Maybe you do a direct to owner marketing and you, you mail and you make your cold call. You could be the person that loves spreadsheets, that 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 does the underwriting you could be the person that uh does investor relations raising money which is why we're here right here on this equity raising conference you know which by the way guys in what's coming finding the deals isn't going to be as hard as finding the money just so you know tim's a real smart guy he got way ahead of this because i'm actually doing a course on raising money myself because it, it is going to be the thing 
moving forward. It's not going to be finding the deals. It's going to be the, the, the not just the equity, the capital for the deal, but also the debt. The debt's also challenging right now. So it's, it's, it's getting the money for your deals. But you could be the person that, that handles that. Maybe you've got construction experience or management experience or project management experience. You could be the one involved in asset management. So there's a lot of different hats you can wear, but play to your freaking strengths. Okay. And if you're not sure what they are, do a Myers-Briggs profile or Tony Robbins has something called a DISC profile, D-I-S-C. If you search the word Anthony Robbins D-I-S-C profile, it's free. You can get the advanced version, but the free one is incredibly accurate. Okay. To see, you know, really what you're made of. And you can ask your friends. Friends will tell you what your weaknesses are right out of the gate, but they can also tell what, tell you what your strengths are. Okay. So, um, um, but but here's the thing. Don't live someone else's life. That's what I'm trying to say here. When you are playing in your strengths, first of all, you love what you do, right? And you, you, you never work another day in your life because you're doing what you love. And when you are working in your strengths, you're passionate. Can you feel a little passion coming from me? I freaking yeah. love this. Okay. You know, I, I, plenty of other things I could be doing right now, but I mean, trust me, I, I, you know, I'm doing good. We have thousands of apartment units and I'm doing good, but, but, but I love this. Okay. And, and I like, like I showed you back here, some of the hundreds of thank you cards for my students, my, my coaching students, my warriors are somewhere upwards of 110, 120,000 doors that they own now, by the way, let me mention my boot camp while I'm out of here for a second. Okay. Cause I'll give you guys a hell of a deal. Um, uh, it's, it's $97. I don't sell anything there. It's virtual. It's January 21st and 2nd. So 16 to 18 hours of training, nothing being sold for 97 bucks. And I'll give you a code. This is from an event I spoke at yesterday, but I'll give it to you the same deal I gave them where you get my deal evaluator software and my document library for that 97 bucks. So if you go to that link tree, that that QR code, or you can go to multifamilybootcamp.com, but that that the the it's on the link tree there. It, at the top is my bootcamp. And if you use the code CFC, you'll get the the bonuses, the 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 document library and the deal evaluator software. And I'm gonna tell you, if you come and you don't absolutely love the event, I'll give you your money back afterwards. I don't mean like it, I mean freaking love it. Okay. So I'd love to see you there. And, and I don't care if you learn from me, but if you're not fully up to speed on this business yet, you need to get up to speed as fast as you possibly can. Because again, you have to have the relationships built. You have to understand how to do this business before the soup hits the fan, because then it's going to be too late. You need to get up to speed as fast as you can. But uh, anyway, back to passion. When you love what you do, you're going to be passionate. And to, to influence people, you have to be passionate right? So if you're going to raise money or buy deals, that when you're loving what you do, that passion comes out and people want to be around you, okay? And, 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 you know, success in this business requires the ability to influence. And so that's why it's so critical that you work in your strengths and what you love, okay? And, and because that passion is the fuel, okay? And, and, and don't settle, don't play small, don't live someone else's life. You know, passion breeds creativity and innovation. You know, honestly, it minimizes or even eliminates fear, but that's only if you're working in what you love, okay? So please take that to heart. Um, yes, you need to have a basic understanding of everything, but you hone in on what you're good at. You know, when people come to my live events, I well, I had a warrior event, um, uh, Michael was at it. He actually, Mike Bailey actually got an award there. Um, uh, we had it, I don't know, three or four weeks ago, I had almost 300 of my students, my warriors, my coaching students there. And we did speed networking. Like you, like, I think you're going to do here. You're going to randomly put people together in breakouts. Yeah. And what I tell people to do is, um, 
is tell everybody what your superpower is. What are you great at? Everybody's great at something. And that's one of the first things I tell you when you're networking, make sure you, you let people know what you're great at. And so you can align with people that supplement where you need to be supplemented. Does that make sense? Yep. Next thing I want to talk about is peer group. Now you've got an awesome peer group here, obviously, but here's the thing you you know, you've heard this said before, you are the sum total of the people you hang out with, who you hang out with is who you become, right? I'm going to tell you, you know, I tell this story at, at my warrior, I told this my warrior event, you know, when I was losing everything in 2008 and nine, I had actually already joined Tony Robbins platinum partnership. And in fact, can you give me the, uh, the ability to share my screen or do I have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have that ability. I have, I, th there is me with some of the dozens of boot camps and masterminds that I've attended over the years. Okay. I never went to college. So this is kind of like my college education. I wish I'd saved them all. It's not even all of them. Okay. But the point is, um, uh, and of course I'm bragging, I'm in front of my Bentley and one of my Mercedes, but the, but the <laughs> point is, is, is learners are earners, my friends, you never stop learning. I still do masterminds. I attend masterminds and boot camps all the time still because of that. So, um, anyway, uh, stop sharing. Um, but, but let's talk about peer groups. So back when everything was crashing, I joined Tony Robbins platinum partnership. And back then it was about 120 grand all in. Okay. And, and everything was crashing and burning. And I was around people that were thriving through the crash. They were killing mm -hmm. it. Okay. And they're like, Oh, 50 million, million, you puss, get up and go make something happen. Now you think that's important. If the you know what hits the fan and what's coming to be around people like that, you better freaking believe it. Because I'm going to tell you, so many of us default to peers that we went to school with, or we grew, or we work with, or we grew up with. And sometimes those people, out of their fears or their limiting beliefs, or their fear of losing you, or their fear of fear of feeling less than if you succeed, or you know, will hold you back. And sometimes it's family. So I'm going to tell you, love your family but proactively choose your peers like this incredible group right here, because you want to be around people that lift you up, that are going to be encouraged by your success, not feel bad about themselves if you're successful. Be very careful who you share your dreams with, okay? Very important. And so, you know, get around people that want more out of life like this group. You know, this is why my warriors, my coaching students are so successful. Most of those 110, 120,000 units were done between warriors, okay? Um, and, and, and because and and you know if you go if in that Facebook group it's extraordinary they're all pumping each other up when they get a deal instead of you know feeling jealous you know it's that's that's who you want to be around and I started my own mastermind uh, we met uh, a few weeks ago um, Mike Bailey was supposed to come and he couldn't make it I don't know if he's still on the call here but he he uh, the we had a hurricane come through and that kind of screwed things up but the point is I started that mastermind for myself because I want to be around people that think what I think is hard is easy right. And that turned into a, you know, the largest multifamily mastermind really on the planet It's about 16 billion in assets in there. Wow. Um, but, but I, that started here in my home. I I'd had 16 people come about a billion in assets. I said, let's just mastermind. I paid for the food and the drinks and stuff. I said, let's see what happens. And it was extraordinary. And this was about, I don't know, about four years ago and now it turned into this big thing. All right. So be careful who you hang out with. All right. Now, how much time do I have? Um, well, you have. How much more time do I have? Uh, well, we do, we, we do want to open up a Q and a too. So how about 15 minutes? 
15 minutes. Sounds good. Okay. All right. I, I can, I'll, I'll bring it home. I'll land the plane. Okay. So let's, uh, let's talk about habits for success. Okay. One of the gifts, my love language is gifts. I told you guys that my students get lots of books from me. And one of the books is this book called the slight edge. And it's about those decisions you make every day that, that don't mean much that day, but if you do them over time, they traject your life up or down. And the easiest example, obviously is health. If you're going to go have McDonald's every day, you know what direction you're going. Right. So, so you've got to have habits that, 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 help you achieve success and so what's important is that you consciously think about those the things that you do every day you know maybe do you have a morning ritual where you visualize or manifest i'll sit in that recliner behind me there and you can see my you can see one of my vision boards right there on the floor next to it okay and i'll sit there and i'll do gratitude i'll say thank you god for my amazing beautiful wife my kids my coaching students my foundation and then i'll do gratitude for the things that i want as if i already have them i'll sometimes even get emotional being grateful for things I don't even have yet. And I know I lost some of you analytical ones on that, but <laughs> ignore that at your peril. This is how I had 50 million to lose, okay? And how I got it back by stupid shit like that because it works, okay? Just trust me. And, and you know, you call it prayer if you want, whatever you want, whatever works for you, but it freaking works, okay? So trust me, that's a, so that's a success habit, right? That's a habit. What I eat every morning, I have a vegetable juice. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Kevin was talking about that. I, I have a vegetable juice every single day. Uh, my wife typically makes it. The only time I don't is when I'm out of town and then I'll do that athletic greens that Tim Ferriss talks about. But, but, but you know, I've been doing it for, for, not exaggerating 30 years um so anyway you know success habits like taking massive action you know being really proactive on who you allow to associate with in your peer group focusing on results not busy work the success habit how many times do you clear off your desk right or i'll get students new students new warriors are like hey what do you think of this logo and i'm like how many properties do you own none how many brokers have you called none I don't want to hear about your freaking logo. Get your ass on the phone and call brokers. Start looking at deals and and, and evaluating deals. You know that's busy work, okay? And and again, that's that's a common thing. We all fall into that. But that's what I'm talking about: success habits, being relationship driven, team driven, staying healthy, guys. You know, to to do this side hustle with a core job, with kids, with a family, and, and you're doing this on the side takes incredible energy, okay? And so it's not really even about health as much as it's about energy so so but obviously to get energy you got to have health so give that you know the energy it deserves so that you can grind for a few years like most people won't so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't okay that's but that requires massive energy all right next thing i want to talk about is tenacity and not giving up okay you know um I've had lots of business failures. Again, I call them seminars, but but tenacity is just staying power. Are you going to get your nose bloodied? Are you going to get your butt kicked? Are you going to hit walls? Of course you are. That's life. That's how it works. But it's not giving up that makes all the difference in the world. You know, I'm going to tell you, tenacity beats talent almost all the time. You know, there's this book called Three Feet from the Gold about a miner that, that gave up on a mine literally three feet from a gold vein that made someone else filthy rich. A true story, actually. Um, and and so just remember that, you know, it's it's courage, it's resolve, it's strength of character, it's strength of will. It's, you know, it's 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 deciding, taking action and never giving up. It's it's doing what needs to be done, even if it's the last thing you feel like doing. You know, it's grit, it's staying focused on the goal, it's realizing that every setback and failure is nothing but a seminar, it's nothing but feedback. Okay. And honestly, if you're not getting that kind of feedback, 
respectfully, you're not trying, okay? And you know it, if you, if you be honest with yourself and look in the mirror. It's believing in your mission. It's living with passion. And it's, and it's frankly, seeking out, seeking out that feedback. You know, if you, uh, if you come to my boot camp, you'll see on Monday after the boot camp, you'll get a survey from me right away. And 99.99% and of the feedback is super positive. The only complaint I ever get is that the breaks are too short because I'm trying to pack in so much and I do 15 minute breaks. And I promise you they're harder on me than, than you. But, but um, that's the only, but, but I'm looking for critical feedback because how do you get better if you don't get it right? You know, you, you need to know what's not working and, 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 and continue to make these little improvements. So super, super important. All right. I'm in the last piece here. And you know, it's funny is I just literally did this today. I just recorded this today because it's Thanksgiving weekend and I did my own your power clip on gratitude. Guys, gratitude is the most important emotion for you to embody consistently. Okay. It makes us stronger when we face adversity. Gratitude does. It strengthens our immune system, makes our heart stronger, lowers our blood pressure, brings us closer to our spirituality. You know, you cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. You can't be fearful or stressed. The achiever's word for fear is stress. Uh, you can't be stressed and grateful at the same time. Okay. You know, gratitude is what attracts everything you want into your life. So you must use it. It is the most important emotion for you to embody. You know, I, I remember, uh, and, and I try to journal as much as I can, but I did a gratitude journal really about my wife. I, 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 bought, I bought this beautiful leather journal. It was about 100 pages. And every day I would write what I loved about her and what I thought she was what was amazing about her. And there were days I did not want to write in that thing because we were fighting or arguing or something. But can you imagine how I showed up to the relationship just yeah. by focusing on what was amazing about her? And I gave it to her for her birthday, you know, when I filled it up. But uh, so there's a great exercise for you guys on the call. Uh, incredibly powerful way to to blow your woman away. Uh, but but again, you know, and I'll, like I said, I do gratitude in that chair most mornings. Um, I'll, sometimes I'll do it in bed when I'm manifesting what I want. Um, okay, I'll leave you with a, with a story and then I'm happy to take questions about, and they can be real estate as well, guys. I'm happy to talk about real estate too, but, um, but th honestly, this is so much more important guys. I just trust me on that. Okay. You, you got to actually move. You got to actually take action and make shit happen. You know, the technical will happen. Okay. But, but, but it's the action that, 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 that's the important piece. And, and, uh, that's why mindset and psychology is so critical, but I want to tell you a story. So, um, when I lived in Denver, I knew I wanted to live on the beach and there's obviously no beach in Denver, but I would visualize the palm trees and the sand and the surf and the waves. And 20 years later, I built this incredible 20, uh, th this, this 10,000 square foot mansion on the beach, on the beach on one side. And I had my boat lifts on the backside. It was called a Gulf to Bay. It was a slice through an Island. And I'm going to tell you that was unthinkable when I was 18 but I made it happen. And so when you do your goals, take the lid off your brain. There's nothing you cannot do, be, or have nothing. Okay. But um, anyway, so 20 years later, I, I, I built that. And, and um, about two months after I moved in, now just let me describe the house. So you just get a visual picture. Okay. 10,000 square feet, uh, wine cellar, elevator, giant waterfall from the second floor balcony into the pool. You had to walk through the waterfall to get into the pool. Pools in magazines is spectacular. I had these trees that I bought that were bent, that bent out over the pool, just spectacular. Um, on the second, it was a giant spiral staircase up through the middle. And on the second floor 
of the house, I had aquariums custom made by the same guys, the same company that did Disney's, uh, there was an aquarium thing there. It was anyway, they were 200 grand, almost 200 grand for these wow. aquariums. This gives you an idea of the house. Anyway, I'll stop there. But, and I had, you know, I had the the Maserati back then and the, the Mercedes and the toys and the boats and all the stuff. I had all the stuff. And two months after I moved in, moved in, I'm floating in the pool at night and I'm looking up at this testament to my ego, which is really what it was. I built this house to prove the world I was good enough, okay? And uh, my family's inside sleeping, uh, pool's changing colors. It had fiber optic lighting. It was really, this, again, this house is spectacular. And, um, and I got depressed. And I don't mean just a little depressed. I mean, I got really depressed. I'm like, what the hell? I've just achieved success like times 10,000. I, I had everything people dream about. How could I be depressed? And that's what I want to share with you. There were several things going on. The first thing is you should never achieve a big goal without having other goals lined up behind it. Like the good book says, without a vision, the people perish. You need a vision for the future. And I didn't know what I was going to do next. So that's number one. Number two is it's never about the goals. You know, they say the happiest days of a boat owner's life, the day they buy the boat and the day they sell the boat, right? And, and it's the same way with your goals. You got to have them. You got to have them to create that burning desire. But it's never about the goals. It's about who you become on your path to the goals, right? Happiness comes from progress and growth. And that's why if you do my goal setting workshop, like I said, if you if you click on that QR code at the bottom of that goal setting workshop, at the end of that, I do my weekly planning process, which is very powerful, by the way. It's how I managed two large companies at the same time. But one of the pieces of that weekly planning is to acknowledge any progress you made, celebrate it, because the happiness comes from progress and growth, no matter how small it is. And that way, if you have setbacks or you get locked up on something, if you're still progressing and growing, you're happy. Okay. So again, another reason for you to do the goal setting. If you come to my boot camp, I do that as well. I do the planning process, super powerful. But anyway, so that was going on. But the big thing that was happening was I was totally focused on Rod. Rod, Rod, Rod. Show the world I'm good enough. Show the world I matter. And that's the year I met Tony Robbins. And I and I read, I, so I, what I did is I went out and bought a bunch of books. I'm like, you know, I'm going to get this back. I'm not, you know, I I, I believe in counseling, by the way, and, and therapists. Back then, I, I didn't. I wasn't going to go lay on a couch. That's how I equated. I'm going to read the books and I'm going to get it back. Because that masculine macho, I'm going to get it back myself. Well, one of the books was Tony Robbins. And, you know, and I got Zig Ziglar back then and Tom Hopkins and some other sales kind of guys that, uh, you know, you may or may not recognize. But but I read Tony's book. I'm like, man, this is good stuff. I, I think I only got about halfway through and I went and saw him live in Fort Lauderdale. I, my brother flew in and joined me and I saw that he fed families for the holidays. And I thought, what a concept. Do something for someone else. I, I'm embarrassed to say I had to be 40 to get that memo. But I, I, my, we came back home and I called my brother in Denver and I was going back for Thanksgiving uh, which is timely right now, obviously. And um, I said, hey, let's feed five families. And and so he called his church and found five families that really needed help. And we bought toys for the kids if they had kids. We bought frozen turkeys, roasting pans. We assumed they didn't even have a roasting pan. We bought all, we had a lot of fun buying the food. The third family changed my life. Um, we get up to this row house. It was like a crappy one bedroom because you you go through the the, the living room through uh, th um, through the bedroom to get to the kitchen, which has the bathroom off. It's not even a good one bedroom. It's crappy one bedroom. And there was this woman there with five kids, a uh, Hispanic woman. And she comes out and she sees all the stuff on the porch and she just starts crying. And her kids come out and two of the older ones start crying. And then Rod starts crying. And I'm hooked. 
And like Tim said, actually, we're up over 130,000 kids that we have now fed over the last wow. 22 years. Um, we've done tens of thousands of backpacks filled with school supplies. We just did 1,700 backpacks this last August uh, to local kids that don't have basic supplies for school. Don't get me started on that. Live in the greatest country on earth and they don't even have school supplies. Uh, but uh, I've done tens of thousands of teddy bears to local police departments for officers to put in their vehicles You know, if they encounter a child that's been traumatized. Now, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm inviting you to do something, okay? See, we've been taught, and I know there's some of you on this call that you've got blood dripping from your teeth. You want this freaking success. You want the Lamborghini. You want all that stuff so bad, all the stuff that I've gotten and had, and trust me. In fact, I'll show you something in a second. But but, but, um, but I'm going to tell you that, see, I was successful, but I was unfulfilled. And see, we've been taught to believe that we have to succeed to be happy. Okay, or achieve to be happy, rather. We have to achieve to be happy. But I'm going to tell you if you incorporate giving back right now, you'll be happily achieving. And I know it's a simplistic play on words, but but I'm going to tell you it's real. And um, and so, you know, I'm, uh, Tony Robbins calls it the science of achievement versus the art of fulfillment. Achievement's a, a science. Okay, you want to learn multifamily, come to my freaking boot camp. It, it'll be drinking through a fire hose. I'm going to tell you, bring your A game. The manual's about that thick. It's not teasing, it's everything. But that's a science. I'll give you the blueprint, the roadmap. You just got to go do it. Okay, that's it. That's a science. But fulfillment is an art. Okay, you've got to figure out what juices you. For me, it's kids. For some of you, maybe it's animals, the environment, the elderly, whatever it is give back right now don't say i'll do it you know when i have money no yo you've got money you can do it no do it, even if it's just your time because then you'll be happily achieving and then you'll be fulfilled i've interviewed i will tell you i've interviewed some of the most successful people on the planet in this space i mean like hundred thousand units twenty thousand units billionaires uh i had a billionaire speak to my mastermind two weeks ago um as his own jet i mean a lot of these guys and 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 women as well. And I can tell if they're like I was back then. I can see it because I recognize it because it was me. They're, yeah, they may be successful in some cases. Now, many of them have evolved, but some of them haven't. And I feel sad for them. So guys, and I'm going to tell you, when you give back, the success comes faster. The money comes faster. Now, you don't do it for that reason, but that's the way God works. Whatever you believe, that's the universe. I don't care what, if you believe in God or not, but that's how it works. Trust me. So I'll leave you with that, my friends. Uh, I'm happy to take questions and and uh, take this thing anywhere you want to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be before we uh, we go to the question uh, part, so I so we can wrap this up for the for our podcast part of the the interview. I do have a question, uh, a, a quick question for you. Uh, mm -hmm. So what's um you know these days? What are you most and I, I know you love kids, but what are you most passionate about these days? Well, besides my wife, um, yes. <laughs> I, 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 you know, well, you know, full disclosure, transparency, my daughter had a massive health scare. She had uh, leukemia and 95% of her bone marrow, and she spent eight months inpatient at Moffitt Cancer Center. She is now uh, in remission, thank God. Uh, but that, that I'm very passionate about that. She comes over almost every day. Um, but uh, I will tell you, I'm, I'm shifting my focus with my foundation. I've been, I've been feeding I want to I want to teach people how to feed themselves, and so I'm I'm thinking about schools. I'm thinking about building schools, um, possibly in Latin America. But I'm looking at self-sustaining schools where we buy enough land to have an agricultural infrastructure, or we do some sort of an IT infrastructure where we spend more money up front, but the school can actually self-sustain. Because that's 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 one of my dreams. Um, so 
uh, I needed, and it's been a dream for a while. It's on a vision board back there. I need to make it a reality. In fact, on that note, let me show you something. So this is my planner. Okay. I'm a dinosaur. I use a paper planner. Yes, I know. But in the back of this thing are pictures that have been in here for 20 years. Okay. 22 years. Okay. First pictures are my gratitude pictures. Remember I said it starts from gratitude. My daughter's 31, my son's 27, but these are when they were young, right? They're all nasty and I need to clean them if nothing else. But but what's crazy, you know, I lost that house on the beach I was telling you about, but this picture looks just like it before I built it, okay? 10 foot high glass like that, 80 feet around, at travertine floors just like that, it's crazy. And I lost that in all the craziness. Now this bottom picture, uh, I, I live in a compound now. You see the the white walls in those pictures? The, see the two white wall stone walls? Mm -hmm. I live in a compound now. I've got six buildings. See the white wall behind me? That's this is my backyard. I've got six buildings. And because God's got a sense of humor, my old house that I lost is literally right across the bay in my backyard. I see it every day. But anyway, but then, you know, other things. Again, I, this is my visualization. Watches. I, this is still a vice. I have a few hundred thousand dollars of the watches. I still love that. But the Lamborghini, before I ever bought it, Rolls Royce, the Bentley, all this stuff that I got because I had pictures. So guys, once you do your goals, get pictures, put them around you. I've got pictures on the wall here of the things that matter to me now. Okay, your goals will evolve over time. If, again, if you're offended by what I just said or turned off, replace it with what you want. Okay, this is I thought this stuff was important to me at one time. It's obviously not. But I thought it was at one time. So replace it with what you want, because this is how it works, guys. This is how I had 50 million to lose and how I got it back by the goal setting, the visualization, and, and putting these things in my peripheral. So I always saw them, screensaver on my phone. You know, before I met my wife, I listed out exactly what I was looking for in a woman. I mean, with exhaustive detail. And, you know, and I was a little bit like an escaped convict after my divorce, dating a lot. And the minute I met her, I knew it was her. I mean, it's literally like that because I had visualized it, okay? That's awesome. There you go. Yeah, yeah. so regarding the self-sustaining uh, school, I definitely need to connect you with Frank McKinney. Uh, I'm partnering up. Oh, with I, I know friend. Frank very well. I know Frank very. In fact, he wrote the he wrote the forward for my book. No, I love Perfect. Frank. Yeah, I met, yeah, went yeah. visited him over in West Palm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we're we're actually uh, uh, building a hero village in Haiti with with Frank. Haiti. Yeah, he builds. He yeah. built, he's done several though. I mean, hasn't yeah, he? He's done he several done, of those villages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's yeah. Awesome. He, he has done several. So we're, yeah, and then um, so for the for the people listening in audio. Where's the best place for them to connect with? Oh, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want, uh, oh, because this, I forgot, is, you this, is this as a, I forgot you were doing this as a podcast. So it's out there now. Well, that's fine. If if <laughs> you if you text the word text rod to seven, two, three, four, five, um, and you'll you'll get my to my boot camp because uh, you can't see the link tree here that we're talking about. If you text Rod to 72345, you'll get the link to my bootcamp and then just use that code CFC um, to get those bonuses. And it's 97 bucks. Like I said, I don't sell anything. Uh, and I, again, I don't care if you learn from me, but if you if you drag your heels right now or you're, you, you don't push forward because of fear, I promise you, you're going to regret it. I promise you. Thank awesome. You. Right, uh, and, and, and by the way, if you want to get my link tree, which has got a bunch of free resources as well, just text links to seven two three four five links to seven two three four five and that's got a bunch of free resources and my boot camp site i should have just used that and my podcast and the goal setting workshop so text links seven two three four five and you'll have tons of free stuff front of a bunch of free books there um so on and so forth perfect awesome well rod thank you so much for yeah doing this uh, podcast with me today of course of course